Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. Uh, he says, it's so funny watching Dame not get these calls that other guys get nightly, man. LOL. I just don't understand. Let's try and make some sense of this, shall we? Um, I- I'll start first. I just don't think they are going to give him the calls because Giannis gets so many. Because he gets to the free throw line so much. I think part of this is they don't want two guys on the same team going the line 10, 12 times apiece every single game. And unfortunately for Lillard, when he was in Portland, there wasn't anybody else. So they were comfortable making those calls and him being the only one that got to the line. I mean, if you think about it, Milton never got to the line a ton, necessarily. Holiday didn't get to the line a ton, uh, hardly ever, really. I mean, so those guys really never got to the line a ton. Uh, and I don't, maybe you can go back and tell me, because um, you're the numbers guy on this podcast, uh, the last time an NBA team had two players averaging 10 or more free throws a game, uh, I, I don't. I don't know who who that would even be if we go back and look. Because um, when Wade and Shaq were together in Miami, I, Shaq was towards the end. So I don't even know back then how many average free throws he was averaging. That would probably be the, my closest guess, maybe. Uh, Kobe and Shaq, maybe. But 10 free throws a game is a lot. Um, and so that that's why I, I think part of this is, and again, this just is my thought, that they're not going to blow the whistle for Lillard the way they did in Portland because there's Giannis and he's going to get the whistle before Lillard because two-time MVP, the whole deal. Uh, so he's going to get more of that respect than Lillard does kind of going forward. Now, maybe that whistle changes in the playoffs. Maybe then they'll start giving him that whistle once we get to the playoffs. But in the regular season, that's the only justification I have. I have no other justification. That's all I've got in my brain. Marzian, you tell me what you got in your brain. Yeah, it, it he did really have a good whistle to start the season, it felt like. It it seemed like he was getting a lot of the calls. He was getting to the line a ton. And, um, you know, and, and again, just because he's not getting the line as much, I'm not saying that's just a matter of him not getting calls. Some of it is he's taking a little bit more jumpers lately. He's been staying more on the outside. But it just – and, I, yeah, it just it, – it's felt like lately, you know, the last couple months, it's like he just hasn't gotten all those whistles. It seems like he's getting bumped quite a bit on these drives. And – um. Yeah, just just not getting those calls, and I think I do think that having Giannis, as you said, makes a difference with the with the refs, where they're like, we already know they have a guy that gets to line a ton. We're not gonna, you know, again, the other guy is not gonna get the benefit of the doubt on these close ones. Whereas, you know, I think if Dame's still in Portland, they're more comfortable giving him these calls because he is the the star player. He's the guy getting to the line a lot, you know, and and really the only guy getting to the line a lot. So. um you know, I, I don't hate it though. I don't hate that he's gotten a few less calls because I do think in the playoffs it probably gets stricter, if anything, the uh the the whistle does. So kind of like that he's gonna have to get used to um dealing with that a little bit and used to like scoring without always getting to the line. Cause you know, at the beginning of the season it was like, okay, he's shooting pretty horribly, but he's getting to the line a ton. Well, that's good. You know, I like that he can do that, but in the playoffs, you might not always be able to rely on that if they're calling things stricter, if you're, um, you know, just not able to get those calls. So, um, 
you know, it, this could help down the road if if this is how it's going to be called in the playoffs. He gets more used to um, how to deal with it. And, you know, tonight, I thought there were a couple times he could have gone to the line. Overall, this was a tough game for him to score in because they were doubling him on every single pick and roll. They were completely blitzing him. Um, he only took, I think, 14 shots. And so this was a tough night for him to score overall. You know, I, I didn't kind of pretty quickly in this game, I kind of saw, I was like, I don't think he's going to score a ton because of how they're d- defending him. So um, I didn't mind that he didn't get to the line or get many um, shot attempts tonight, but I thought it opened, he opened things up. Just his presence for everyone else allowed them to hit a ton of threes. So um, yeah, but again, I think in the long run, this could be good that he gets used to dealing with this type of whistle. When Doc Rivers took over this basketball team, he was asked about Bo Champ, Andre Jackson, Nobody really brought up AJ Green, but it was mainly those two guys. Uh, and Doc Rivers said, "Well, one of them is going to have to play minutes here for us to do what we want to do this year." Uh, and AJ Green kind of was that guy for a little bit, and then that's gone. Now it's just garbage time for the most part for AJ Green. I, are, are we looking at what we think is going to be what this Bucks team is going to look like now here going into the playoffs? Uh, you're simply just not going to see Jackson, Bochamp, and AJ Green in this rotation. Uh, come playoff time, and what Doc wanted to do is simply not going to happen. They're not going to get these guys playoff minutes unless it's a blowout one way or the other. I mean, probably. I, I don't mind Bochamp not playing. I don't think anyone should be complaining too much about that. Andre Jackson, I, I minded a little more in the regular season because I just want to see him get some reps and like get an, a sense of what you have in him. Because, um, you know, again, he has those stretches where he looks good defensively, and there's definitely moments where you're like, it can't hurt too much to just throw them out there, you know, but when their defense is playing well, it makes more sense. Like they've been playing better defense. So you don't need him as much when they were struggling defensively, you know, again, that Mavs game or the, that Grizzlies game before the all-star break where they in that third quarter, the Grizzlies are making everything. It's like, throw him out there, see what you can get out of him. Like in a, in a game where you're struggling defensively, I want to see them do that. But, um, you know, I'm not going to act like Andre Jackson's like this, oh my God, they need to play him more because like, let's be honest, he has been inconsistent. He doesn't look like he's completely ready. So whatever. And then AJ Green's the one that I want to see play more. But again, at the same time, if Pat's going to play like he has lately, you understand a little bit more Pat Connaughton playing over him, you know, because before it was like, there's no reason to be playing Pat over AJ Green. Well, lately Pat's hitting his threes, playing better defense. He just seems to be, you know, playing better overall. Okay, I understand it a little bit more. You want to, kind of go to the, with the experienced guy. Like you want to, as doc said earlier, like he was like, we're going to need him later. You know, we're going to need him. So we got to get him ready. We got to get him playing time, get him reps, all that. I think doc just knows which guys are his front runners and which guys are like the ones that he's going to be going to. And it's like, well, if we're going to go to them later, we might as well play them now. Like there's no point in giving reps to guys. You're not going to play much later because you want to be as prepped as you can be for the playoffs. So, um, I think that's how he's looking at it. Again, I'm not saying that's what I would do. I would still be giving these guys some playing time, you know, give them some stretch, but he's obviously, I don't think going to do that. So it looks like it's going to be largely, you know, Pat, Pat Bev, Gallinari, um, Bobby, you know, that's kind of the bench unit, Jay Crowder. So, yeah. Tell me what Gallinari has added to this team since he's been here. Nothing. Not That's yet. That's right. Not a damn thing. He's no, a body not, that runs up and down the floor, back and yeah. forth. We go. We just watch him run back and forth. I mean, he's burning calories, so that's good. 